Hi, this is Mick Murphy of The System. Please don't disturb this groove. Stay right here with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio and the rebirth of the quiet storm right here at www.lotlradio.com. Thank you so much for having me today. And, no, the pleasure is mine. Everybody, it was such a, a labor of love to do this this Christmas album, and uh, I'm glad glad to talk about it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been a minute. The last time I had you on the show, I can't believe it's been a little bit over two years, and we have been waiting patiently for a Christmas album. So, what finally made you decide to make a Christmas album? <laughs> You know, I, I wish I had a, a really brilliant story to tell you that I was so smart and just knew that. It, but it actually was that I was talking to my buddy Dave Cos and I said, you know, uh, you do a Christmas tour every year. And this was his 19th year. And I wanted to go on his Christmas tour. And he said, hey, okay, well, when's your Christmas album coming out? And I was like, uh, I, I, I don't have a Christmas album. So he was like, well, you should get a Christmas album. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know what, I'm going to have to call on some folks and, um, and see how we can make this happen. And uh, it's great to have good counsel. You know, there's safety in a multitude of counsel. I had Absolutely. a couple of friends call, call me and tell me, oh, well, we should go to Motown. You know, this is an opportunity for you to sing the gospel uh, and, and do a Christmas album because of the message of the season. And I was like, you know what, that is perfect. So I, um, you know, did that with, with Motown. They agreed to do the album with me. And uh, we brought in a great friend of mine, Aaron Lindsay, to be my creative partner. And when Aaron came in, the process just went to another level where I had to study and get into the Christmas music. And, and I was writing a lot more. And it just became a fantastic experience for me. Well, it definitely resonates to the entire album. I guess what got me, what caught me, what was my pleasure, what caught me off guard, what caught me by surprise, is that your spirit and your faith has always been strong. And I said, man, I wonder what's taking Kenny so long to put out a Christmas album. I mean, the spirit and the wherewithal and, and, and I mean, everything was there. And you said it was a labor of love. What was the vibe like for you going in the studio working with Aaron 
on this project? Every day, uh, it was it was great because it was like working with my brother, number okay. one. So, uh, and he's a strong man of God. So a lot of it was prayer, and really a lot of discussion and speaking God through the process. What are we supposed to say right here? What do we What do we need to give to the people? What's going to motivate them? Uh, and then during our uh, during the season, even before the election, and a lot of things in our country uh, was exposed that. We were more like the 1940s and 50s than we thought. Uh, we had this idea of doing everybody loves somebody, which, uh, which really came about because I was just thinking about people who are lonely during the holidays. But at the same time, we know that there are people who are just divided that just need to know the essence of real love, which breaks all barriers. And uh, I think that we were just hearing from God and we were giving whatever we heard God say put on there, we did it. <laughs> right, absolutely. But it, God. Did, it did take a long time to, to, it took a long time to do this album, not because I didn't want to do it or what have you, but, and I hope this inspires people who uh, have embarked on career journeys and have had obstacles thrown at them. I am an artist that has only recorded two albums at the same label throughout my entire career. That is it's pretty unheard of. Like uh, Most artists would not have a career at all if you've recorded at as many labels as I've recorded. But um, I've been blessed to just try to give 100% to each project. And when you, the people that you see have Christmas albums are usually people who have been at a label for a number of years and then they'll say maybe around the third or fourth album, the fifth album will be the Christmas album and then they're establishing a career. And I did not have that luxury. I had a lot of warfare against me uh, because I wasn't doing what the industry wanted me to do. I think I was reluctantly a sex symbol in, in the industry when I had come from gospel. So it was right. a very uh, different kind of path for me. It was difficult. But, um, but I hope that inspires people to never give up on standing your ground where you know you're supposed to be and just believing that God will open the doors for you where you can't even open yourself. Absolutely. You know, I find it so refreshing because I remember the conversation that we had, as I said, it's been over two years. And you've always you've always made it very abundantly clear how important it is that you touch people's lives through your music. It's not about the fame, it's not about the fortune. It's always been able to you've always had the ability to make that kind of spiritual connection. What is it like for you? Oh, absolutely. What is it like for you when you're in the studio? And you say you're working with someone like Aaron, who you look as you as you look upon as a brother, but you know you're working together and you're working on something very special, but also naturally organic. What is the vibe like for you? You know, uh, fortunately, it's a vibe of freedom. There's a space for me to uh, to create and be at my best without it being critical. I think that you know communicating with my brother there's certain ways that we know that he can motivate me without destroying me in the process because this whole singing and making music thing is delicate and emotional and you can 
say something like, uh, oh, that note was just flat, or this was not good, or whatever. You, you can say things to a person in a way that can kill the spirit of the moment. Right. And then there are, there's a way that you can actually say things to them and motivate them to be at their absolute best. So when you're working with somebody who you know loves you and is on the same page and has the same vision as you, they're going to communicate that and push you towards being better. So that was the kind of spirit that was there, the push towards being better and making the best product we could. Absolutely. Being a father, as I'm a father, I know <laughs> when you're dealing with a child, I have a son, just like you do. Mm-hmm. What is some of the thing? He actually is 14, going on 40 right ah. now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got him at the same age. Okay, mine's 13, going on 35. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> what, is it, what have you learned from him to as far as giving you a lot more inspiration in your music and also giving you a sense of peace in just in everyday life as far as learning patience and dealing with people, dealing with the industry. Um, I take my son on the road a lot. Uh, as a matter of okay. fact, he came out with me on the first leg of this Christmas tour. And uh, I try to expose him to the things that I was exposed to and then protect him from things that maybe I wasn't protected from and see if it allows him to to live in a a space of uh, of clarity and freedom uh, to make great decisions. My thing with my sons, I I try to teach him to be a, a conscientious thinker. Right. Because I think that even from a spiritual standpoint, if he's thinking about the decisions that he's making, the value of those decisions and his own value, I think that uh, it teaches him to be a great person, uh, value other people's lives, value your journey. Um, he just seems to be very balanced. And I learned that uh, when I see him, it's like seeing a piece of me, uh, God allowing me to relate to the struggles I have with, with God, because sometimes I'm like, Lord, I don't want to do this, you know, I'm complaining and I can tell that the Lord, God is moving me in a direction and I'm fighting it a little bit like, no, 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 I want to do something else. It's the same kind of way that, um, that we are, that emulates in how I deal with him and I have to be gentle but firm at the same time. And, uh, and, and sometimes it's almost like I have to pick him up and place him in the direction that he wants to be, that he needs right. to be in. Uh, in order for him to speak clearly. And, uh, and then sometimes I have to allow him to stumble and, and make mistakes and correct himself. But that's what Absolutely. I want him to be a thinker so that he can see it. Well, it, de- as I said, it definitely resonates because, I mean, you said something that was very key when you said, you know what, when you work with someone, like Aaron, you want to. I've always believed that there's always a way to speak to someone. You can get your point of view across without tearing down someone's spirit. And I think yeah. you can use yeah. that same mentality when you're dealing with your child or dealing with children. Absolutely. It, it, it res- yeah, it goes both ways. How have you managed over the years to maintain such 
a balance within yourself musically and also spiritually because you know just as well as anybody the industry can be very cutthroat but you have managed over the years to keep an even keel and not lose yourself in the fanfare and that's why so many listeners and supporters like myself really immensely love you and love your music and what you bring to the table thank you I think it, it really has to do with um, the people that I've surrounded myself with. Um, my family does not allow me to be Kitty Lattimore, ooh, when you come home. When I come home, <laughs> it is still, you know, the Kenny Lattimore, like I've heard a lot of people say that your mama says, take out the trash, you know, you still got to take out the trash, boy. You know, now my mother literally is no longer living, but I have her sister, my aunt, uh, Lauren, and my, I have sisters, I have brothers, my dad, uh, who's here. Uh, I have a stepdad, a great, great men in my life. I was very fortunate to have very grounded people who, who sincerely loved me and allowed my life to, to really grow and not get caught up in the celebrity stuff. Now we had our season when I first became celebrated that everybody kind of freaked out. I think it probably happens in every family. Everybody goes, ah, he's famous. Like what? What are we gonna do? Um, <laughs> because people are coming at them with different things. They're watching you on television and they're hearing stories about you. And and um, and it's tough on the family to hear. Um, and I'm just gonna say this hypothetically, but um, oh, you're getting married to so and so tomorrow. I heard about that in the paper. Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, what do you mean? Why didn't I tell you? That's not true. You know, it's like, <laughs> you're my family. Uh, if it was true, you know you would have known before the papers would have known that. Right. We had to go through that that period of them believing media over, over just calling me on the phone. So there's a lot that changes with the fame and all of that that people don't understand. People will say, you changed. But then it's like, no, everybody's changed around me. Maybe I have changed, but everybody around me changes because again, the things that you would normally just call me on the phone and ask me, you don't do anymore. You, you, you get in line just like a fan and um, like you don't know me at all and you don't have accessibility to me. Those are the kind of things that happen in your world when you have this quote success. But, um, I think after two years, two or three years, uh, things began to settle, and I think we got back to normal, if you will. And some of it also had to do with how I managed not only the, the success in terms of media, but money and all of that, because you can enable people when you come in and you have more stuff than they do right? and then you start giving them stuff or you start to uh, I mean I work with all my brothers and sisters <clears throat> uh, I've given them jobs uh, where they've performed with me and worked as assistants or what have you when they when they needed or in transition but you don't ever want to, to enable anybody where that's an expectation and then everybody in your in your world is dependent on you um, so we went through a lot of little bumps and everything in the first three years, but we got through those well. And then people start to say, okay, well, let me settle and remember my own dream. Right. Because Absolutely. that's what still remains relevant and, and not get caught up 
and you know, I know this happens with athletes too, you know, uh oh, my brother went to the NBA, I'm set. No way, no way, that, that shouldn't be the idea. It should be that, yeah, my brother's in the NBA, and maybe your brother can help you to fulfill right. your dream. But the moment that you lose sight of your dream, that's the problem. Absolutely. I, I remember you doing an interview was years ago. You said, you know what? One of the worst problems that I have is saying no. And that's saying no yeah. to, loved, yeah. <laughs> to loved ones because I want to see everyone happy. And unfortunately, a lot of times you can't make everyone happy because yeah. they begin to become abusive with yeah. that fellowship. And they don't mean with, to. Right. Absolutely. And they, they, and they don't mean to. But I think everything, uh, you know, happiness is, you got to bring happiness. You got to be happy. And that's a decision that you make every day that I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be thankful and grateful and happy about this day. That is a decision. It should never be based on circumstances or what you have, because that means that the moment you don't have it, you're not happy. No, there should, there should never be anything trivial that could turn off your happiness. Never. Never. This is true. This is so very true. And it, it you know, I, I've always said what separates a true artist for some, from someone that just singing music is that they've had he or she has the they have the the ability to be to come at you and show a sense of vulnerability through their music. And through all of your music that you've put out, Kenny. It's basically you have led us into your life as far as the up, as you say, the bumps and the roads, the good and the bad. Do you find your music at some time can be somewhat very therapeutic for you to help you get through things that you're experiencing in your life at that particular moment in time? Yeah, I think so. And I think being on stage does it because um, as much as I don't give every detail of, of my life, being in front of people and having conversations, even what, what we're doing right now, this is a blessing to me because it puts me in a position to really have to stop and think about the blessings that I really have. Everybody doesn't have, particularly men, men, we don't, we don't talk as much as women. Women are socialized to express so many of their emotions and things. And we have those same emotions, but a lot of times we are conditioned to suppress them uh, as if it is feminine. And, um, but we, when you talk about really what's going on in your life, that in itself is, is therapy. Um, that is the reason why people go to therapists, not because they're crazy, but sometimes it's because to, to talk out really what's going on in your lives because so much is going so fast and going by right. social media and television media and radio media and different things there's so many things that we are concerned about because we get caught in um not only things that are relevant in media but we get caught in other people's agendas and what's gonna you know what kim kardashian is wearing and where beyonce performed last and all these things it seems like they're small things, but when you add that to the fact that we've got kids, we've got jobs, there's political uh, things, there's unrest and police, uh, and there's police brutality, there's Black Lives Matter, but then people don't understand Black Lives Matter, and then there's, I mean, there's all these things going on. 
that consume us. So uh, being able to to stop for a minute and just have a great conversation. I get to have a lot of great conversations because of being on stage. <laughs> and because of interviews and things like that. I get to have a lot of great conversations to remind me of who I am. Absolutely. And remind me of Absolutely. the platform that I have and I'm thankful for it. You know what, I, I mentioned this to a, a, a good friend of mine. I said, you know, one thing about us, we as men, we have a tendency to try to micromanage our emotions. Yeah. in everything that we Absolutely. do. I mean, because we, we are so guarded, we don't really trust that whatever we say, that someone is going to hold that against us. And you have managed... But it happens in, a lot. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's a lot. And you have managed, by the grace of God, to use everything that you've experienced in your journey to express it so elegantly in your music it is incredible that's why I'm so proud of you that you finally put out this Christmas album (laughs) it's been long it's been long overdue and and you did a fantastic job but I'm asking you what has you most proud about this new Christmas album a Kenny Lattimore Christmas what has you more what has you more stoked about it what has you really proud and inspired by this album well, I guess from a creative standpoint, it's that it is authentically who I am. It starts out very R&B in its sound, and then it begins to transition to smooth jazz, which is the stuff I do with Dave Cos. <clears throat> and then it transforms um, pretty effortlessly, thank God, for um, Aaron as a great producer and sequencing this, it switches over to uh, traditional jazz, which, uh, some of my new recordings in 2017 will reflect. Uh, then it shifts over to praise and worship, which is something I've been doing all my life, uh, or <laughs> most of my life, rather. And all of those things fitting together authentically touch on who I am musically. So I'm really proud that we were able to take the same message and spread it out through all kinds of uh, musical genres and it actually worked as one album. Well, you did a phenomenal job. And to all the listeners and supporters out there, remember, Kenny is actually on tour with the incredible Mr. Dave Cos. He has a show this evening. He's in Florida at the Sunrise Theater. He said, well, Teddy B, how can I get there? So, you know, it's late now. Hey, plane, train, automobile. You have to take a camel. Get there. Get there. Get there and see this incredible artist. But without further ado, let's get into it. The hit single from this fantastic new Christmas album, of course, a Kenny Lattimore Christmas course, real love this Christmas here in the zone of LOTO Radio. Like every year Love day. 
the holiday. updates to more information he is on a very special dave cos christmas tour so to get all the latest information and also purchase some tickets be sure to stop by kenny's official website that's at www.kennylattimore.com my goodness my brother you know it's always a pleasure uh, to have you on the show oh, thank I just you wish so much for tickets. having me <laughs> <laughs> I just hope it won't take another two years, man. We've been waiting. All right. but like, <laughs> you know, like the old there'll thing. Be some, there'll be some more new music coming out at the top of the year, so hopefully we'll talk again real soon. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, man, so have a fantastic time. show tonight, all right? Thank you. God bless. All right. God bless. The Take incredible care. Kenny Lattimore. 
here in the zone of L-O-T-O Radio. Lord and mercy, man, it's definitely a blessing to have someone that, that, that is that super talented and also truly has his feet and everything else grounded, man. And, you know, it does my heart good. I've been doing this now for almost close to eight years, and it does my heart good to know that you have artists out there that still take this art form seriously and they know what it is to have that kind of blessing that kind of gift to be able to move people to turn a frown quote unquote upside down lord and mercy and as i stated earlier i'm gonna tease you a little bit this is the second single from king latimore is of course new christmas album a king latimore christmas with lord and mercy home for the holidays here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.